You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction, and in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Nice. Okay, Al, give it. Yeehaw. Hey, hello everybody, it's Dave's Corner Garage and we're coming to you live and somewhat clear from the big smoke down here and uh, we've got a great show again. Every day I say we have a great show. One day we'll do a lousy show and you'll see. It's a good thing we don't have big smoke, though, eh? Like out west. No, don't say that. I heard the smoke went into the jet stream, and when we were out at the racetrack, right, you could actually see it. Well, it's funny. The other day I was looking downtown from the from the parkway, and I it seemed foggy, or yeah. I didn't know if it was fog or smoke. I wasn't sure. I wouldn't want to be living in Alberta right now because they're just covered in it. So that's terrible. Anyways, uh, we're not. So let's talk. What's going on down here? Fred D. Francesco, uh, he's joining us. He's our insurance guy. I know Freddie since like 1981, I think it is. Actually. 1918. 1918. 1918. <laughs> well, I was just the one. <laughs> okay. Uh, Freddie is uh, in the insurance industry for 40 years. He's currently a consultant for the National Insurance Brokerage. And if you have an insurance question such as driving your car down to Florida without insurance or renting a car, uh, Freddie's the guy who's got the answers, plus some other interesting things that we're going to talk about, which even I didn't know, which is not hard, by the way. Uh, Mike Wilson, he's with Land Insurance. Mike is over in Oshawa. There's a car fest going on next week, and they're going to be down there. So we're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Some stuff. great, There's some great cars in that show. Yeah. 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 And, then, and a couple of great builders, they're going to be down there. Mark in your calendar, too. August 25th. Rob McLeish, he was on with us a couple of weeks ago. This is the Concours d'Elegance. Oui, monsieur, that's very well said. Okay. So, uh, Mike is, oh, sorry, Mike. Rob's going to be talking about what's going on there and some of the classes they're having. I didn't know that it was. Classes? A, yeah. They're going to teach you um, about the classic car business, what to get involved with, how to get started into mm-hmm. it, uh, the evolution of car design. Uh, they've got some speakers there, and it's all free. Wow. So, free is good. That's up like in Georgian free. Bay, eh? Cobble Beach? Yep. Mm-hmm. I like free with maybe 10 bucks extra for coffee or something. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be doing that. Plus, we're going to be announcing a new contest. You're going to love this. We're did, going to. Did you hurt that yourself doing that or what? Did you know where, where, are, going, where are we going? We are going to the Mayan Riviera oh, cool. in Mexico. Yes. And it's going to be a great trip. It's going to be fun. <laughs> that was the French. French accent. That's right. It's the French. <laughs> it's the French Mayan Riviera. And as uh, Pierre Sellers would say, I fucked in your general direction. <laughs> Actually, I've been down there. It's absolutely phenomenal. We're going to fly you down. We're going to buy you some hotel room space. And we'll fly you home. 
So uh, two we'll of your favorite gringos can win a trip. See, and you get a Corona for breakfast, a Corona for lunch. Do you know why they put the lime in the bottle? Why? To keep the flies out. Uh, okay, let's get out of here. It's true. It's true. I don't make these stuff up. This is Dave's Corner Garage. You got a car care question? Give us a call right si. now. Si, and amo. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. And just so you're not tuning into the wrong radio station, you're not in Mexico right now. But or, you could be or in soon. Paris. Famous Mexican, Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's it. That's all I know. And Chapo. <laughs> a little guy named Chapo. Well, there we go. Uh, Freddie's with us, Fred DiFrancesco. And, uh, you know, the, I want to talk first about some of the rumors that we were uh, talking about earlier. And one says that a car color will affect insurance rate. That's a real great story. Well, you know, there's it's true, Dave, because if you're driving a pink car... Everyone will want to hit you. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, it, it is just a rumor, of course. It's a myth. There's no such thing. Uh, insurance rates are not based on the color of your vehicle. No, no. So what does based insurance rates? Where you live? Type of car you have? Your, your location. There's many factors. Keep in mind this insurance policy is broken down to many in many areas, of course. Uh, if someone steals your car, an insurance company, of course, has to pay out its full value. That comprehensive portion of the uh, of the policy is rated based on the value of your vehicle. Obviously, a Mercedes is going to pay a little more for comprehensive than, we'll say, a lower-cost uh, automobile. When it comes to collision, it comes down to the value to repair that vehicle, the cost of the parts, and so on and so forth. And once again, every vehicle has a fingerprint out there, and that fingerprint basically is made up of value of the parts, uh, theftability, uh, cost to repair, etc., etc. Well, we hear sometimes people talk about how they've moved, okay, from one part of town to another, and all of a sudden their insurance went up. How come? Well, uh, I'm going to tell you how this started at one time, Alan, uh, and that was uh, in our policy we have something called the statutory accident benefits. They were being abused a number of years ago, and I'm going back 20 years here. Mm -hmm. And because they were being abused, uh, they started um, pocketing areas of the GTA and the province of where the abuse was occurring. Okay. And uh, they created this postal code uh, rating system. Right. Uh, eventually, the insurance companies, uh, I guess along with, uh, with Fisco, uh, decided to maintain this postal code for the entire rating of the policy. Okay. And I think it's gotten a little out of hand right now. Hmm. Now, a lot of us are starting to plan to go down south again. Uh, I know we're planning to drive down, leave the car there for the season, and then drive back in the spring. So um, how does it work with a Canadian car traveling in the U.S.? Say something happens to the vehicle or something get, somebody gets hurt. Well, first of all, keep in mind that your Canadian policy, along with American policies as well, have a territorial limit. That territorial limit of coverage says you're good in Canada, the U.S., and if you're on a vessel uh, going from one port to another between the two, con the, the two countries. When you're driving in the States, it's the same as if you were driving here in Canada, basically. So you've got complete protection. The only thing you've got to be, be careful with, David, is this, is that when you're driving down into the States, and you've got your family with you, and you're involved in a motor vehicle accident, uh, you know, there's two consequences. A, you're at fault. B, you're not at fault. Now, if 
you are at fault, you have to rely on your Canadian accident benefits. And, you know, you're, you're looking at $60,000, $65,000 is all you've got Canadian. Uh, you know, you end up in an American hospital, it's going to cost you a few bucks. And remember, you were at fault in the accident. There's no recovery from anywhere else down there. So I strongly recommend that if anyone is going to drive down into the United States, get yourself a travel accident policy. Okay, but, besides, sorry, besides Florida, though, all right. Besides Florida, if for people who are traveling overseas, like to Spain or to Italy, or they're going down to to Mexico, and uh, you know, ever they're traveling out of out of the country, but especially to Europe, like we rented a car over in Europe, do you have to take insurance policies out there? Or will your insurance here cover yourself over there? Yeah, as I said earlier, the territorial limits of our policy is Canada, U.S., and ports, too. Mm. Not outside that. So the minute you get outside, shall we say, Canada or the United States, you have to rely on their insurance. Sorry, just a bit of uh, um, explanation. You're, you're talking about this extra benefits. You're talking about medical benefits, not necessarily the car repair benefit. We're talking about medical. As far as the car is concerned, you're covered in the U.S. as if you were covered here in Canada. So if you've got collision coverage, Alan, and you're involved in a collision in mm-hmm. the U.S., your Canadian company, of course, will repair that. But like you say, the limitation on your health plan was at 65000 for example. That's, well, so the, that's the, medical, why you, the medical rehabilitation costs, yes. Right, so that's why you need this extra coverage. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're at fault. Now, let's assume you're not at fault. Right. You say, well, okay, I've got a case against the guilty party in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at some of the limits in some of the states, you know, twenty, twenty-five thousand, thirty thousand dollars. I mean, yeah. you, could, you could sue them right into the ground, and the best you're going to get is thirty thousand well, dollars U.S. That's not going to help you. In Florida, when you told me to, to register my car in Florida, which I did. I mm-hmm. bought a car down there, registered it. They were selling me fifty thousand dollars of liability insurance. Yeah. yeah, and I'm going, huh? So I bought a million dollars worth of liability insurance, and it cost me like 300 bucks. Yeah, but a lot of Americans don't do that. They're not as conscious uh, about liability insurance as we are here in Canada. No, I don't. So, but their hospital costs are outrageous. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is why you as a Canadian, if you're going to drive down there, make sure that you've got either a group health policy with the uh, with the firm you're working for yeah. or purchase travel insurance. It's the best investment you're going to And also, make. if you hire a company to drive your car down to Florida, down to Arizona, California, you got to be, you, we should talk about that maybe later on in the hour. What kind of insurance do you have to have? Are they covered? Or is it you that have to be covered? Yeah. So that's kind of cool. They will have a policy called non-owned, uh, but your policy becomes primary as the owner of that Because a lot of people do that. Sounds like the F factor to me. As usual. <laughs> and we'll leave it there before we really get into trouble again. Uh, don't F forget. this for Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is Dave's well, Corner you Garage. I've heard that many times. Or Ford. And or there, <laughs> I get Freddie many on. times. <laughs> and there is a... Great show coming up in about a week's time down in Oshawa. If you love classic cars, you want to hear more about this. It's called AutoFest. We'll be talking to Mike Wilson from Lent right after this. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Stay with us. Get your motor running. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and as we said, lots going on in the province for the balance of the summer, which we're going to have a long one, I hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of them is AutoFest coming up down in uh, in Oshawa. Turn over to you, Dave. You know, I used to love those commercials where they go, Sunday, 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 AutoFest, 25 years. Mike, how are you? <laughs> I love that introduction. <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm doing well. How are you guys doing this morning? We got muscle. We got tuners. We got old school reunion. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Like <laughs> 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 This sounds like a traditional car show. 
Hey, it, it definitely is. And like you said, they're uh, celebrating a, a long history right now. Motor City Car Club, who puts it on, they've been around for uh, uh, a long, long time. But this show, Auto Fest National, they're, they're celebrating the 25th anniversary this year. So it's it's shaping up to be a pretty big event this year. And they've got, uh, if people that don't know, know in the industry, one of the best yep. builders are the Ring Brothers. And uh, right. they're they, going to be coming. They're coming. You can meet them, get autographs, pictures. They've got a lot of stuff going on. Like they, these guys, they give away. I think I was uh, told that there, there's going to be about five thousand in cash prizes given out throughout the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the car. cars that are being judged for 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 specific areas. Yes, they've they've got specific categories for for the awards, and they 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 actually like their awards ceremony is about I would say probably an hour long. Um, they've got a lot of categories, a lot of prizes, and there's always some cool cars that you know end up taking the taking the championships on that. So, Mike, quickly, what what are the different categories of vehicles? Well, they, they've they've obviously got the uh, the modern collectibles, the hot rods, best truck, uh, um, best GM. There there's so many different categories. You basically best bet to to see everything is go on their website, okay. autofestnationals.ca, I believe. Um, they've got a whole listing there. Now you got you're sponsoring a cruise. We are, yes. Yeah. So tomorrow night, which is actually what I'm gearing up for right now, um, we we are doing a, a land appreciation night with the Over and Under Car Club in Brampton. So um, they they'll they'll probably pull out two two fifty two hundred fifty cars. Wow, um, great mix. There's there's late modern collectibles there, uh, antiques, hot rods, muscle cars, um, some tuners. Just about anything and everything shows up to this, so it's it's a pretty cool event. So where is this going on? The cruise? Where's the start? Yeah, so so it's in Brampton at the uh, the Walmart there. Well, there's a, there's a Walmart Canadian Tire. It's in their plaza, um, and it's put on by the Over and Under Car Club, which we've actually. If you go onto our website, we've got this whole event, the venue, and everything. Contact information if you need to reach out to the to the. Uh, to the club themselves, but uh, if you go on to lantinsurance.ca, we've got a nice big spread on there about tonight, or tomorrow, I should say, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Remember those commercials? I love those commercials. Kiyuga. <laughs> yeah, it was Kiyuga. Nitro burning funny cars! <laughs> so if you, Check cars! Okay, Mike, have you got your eyes set on uh, one particular car that you know that's going to be available next weekend? You know what? Um, it's an hour show. Just give us one car. <laughs> one car? Yeah. The wife's car. <laughs> you really put me on the spot. Why not? I don't want to say. All right. Uh, you've also got a contest. Uh, are you sending somebody to Barrett-Jackson? We are. We actually just pulled our early bird draw, and we're sending two lucky folks from, from uh, the Durham region to Vegas this uh, actually next month, September, for the, for the Barrett-Jackson then. Um, but a grand prize VIP package, we are going to be sending two lucky individuals to Scottsdale, Arizona next January. Cool. To beat the, uh, the winner. You know, if you don't go, know about Barrett-Jackson, not just do they sell cars. There's, it's like a show. You can actually go touch the cars. There's events where they put you into a, a fast Mustang or a fast Challenger, take you around the track, make you yep. throw up. It's like really... <laughs> hmm. Did you pass the bagels now? I feel much better. <laughs> it's good. really something. What is, it's a complete event. 
it's it's quite the event like you said it's it's an auction there's there's a corral there's there's a car show and then there's vendors and so many other activities that you can do yeah um it really is if you're an enthusiast or a hobbyist you have to put this on the bucket list yeah so to. anybody listening right now can get a chance at uh, at winning this thing well, there, there are a lot of entries, a uh, way that you can enter a draw. Basically, it's a refer-a-friend contest. So okay. if you refer a friend to get a, con- uh, a quote, um, they don't have to sign up. Just basically get a quote, and uh, um, your name goes in. Their name goes in for a gas card. Um, if you do any kind of likes on Facebook, Instagram, you do a Google review, a, a Facebook review, call and review the value of your vehicle, um, Set wow. yourself up on an automatic payment for your renewal. There's so many different ways. Everybody's a winner. Everybody's a winner. <laughs> Great. All righty. So it's landinsurance.ca. L-A-N-T. That's pretty simple. Uh, get on the site. Insurance.ca. Go on online and you can see all of the details there. So you're going to be away this weekend and next weekend. You betcha. We've got a busy couple weeks coming up. So nobody's home. <laughs> Nobody's home. <laughs> easy, <Don't> easy. <laughs> There's a joke about that. Yeah, thanks, Mike. <laughs> <this weekend. laughs> Thank you so much. Have man. a good weekend, buddy. Yeah, you too. All thanks, right. Mike. All righty. When we come back, we've got some uh, phone calls to take care of. All right. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay, I saw that. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and we thank everybody for waiting for so long. And we're going to get to some calls right now because the line, they are full. By the way, if you go to davescornergarage.com, click on live, you can probably see it streaming us. You can see Al standing up over Dave with yes. his uh, gut in the uh, camera. Sorry, I'm looking at the screen here, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to go Who's now Bruce? to line one. We're going to talk to Bruce in Goodwood, who's driving an 08 caravan. What's wrong with your uh, caravan, Bruce? The last uh, three weeks. Very intermittently, when I stop at a stop sign, uh-huh. the van will just shut off. Okay. Mm. There's no other indication of any problem. Does it fire right up after? Oh, right away, instantly. And what's the mileage on it? 100, about 150,000 clicks. Well, have you had a tune-up? Oh, yeah, yeah. And have you taken it back to your mechanic to ask him what the heck's going on? Well, I went back and talked to him, and he said... The only thing to do is leave it there. Right. And he'd have to drive it around for a day. You know, but... Uh, to see what happens, eh? Yeah. So like the engine light's not yeah. on, he's checked for codes, there's nothing there? Nothing there. And this this may only happen every three, four, five days. Mm-hmm. And then it may happen twice in one day. Well, those older caravans had EGR problems where the exhaust gas recirculation valve would stick open. And um, generally how that happens is you're driving along at a steady speed, you take your foot off the gas to slow down, and then it doesn't close. And then the engine stumbles and stalls. Um, he may want to look at that first. Dave, you got any thoughts? No, you, I think you're absolutely right. Or, or that the intake system is actually dirty. Exactly. And uh, needs to be cleaned. So um, I think it's a good idea to get, leave it with the guy and maybe get a loaner or arrange a rental car because it's going to be frustrating, especially when we get to the winter and, yeah. and this is happening. So, um, no, this is something you must take care of. Definitely. Exactly. And you're going to want to uh, just mention to your mechanic as well that if you haven't had the throttle body cleaned on this thing in a long time, it's probably a good idea to have that done. Yeah. yeah. Can what I, is it? The, thr- the, the throttle body. Throttle body. All right? Yeah. All right, Bruce. Thanks for calling. Thanks for holding on. Thanks for calling. All right. Dakota. 
George and Scarberia has got a uh, brake problem. Say, we're not supposed to say Car- Scarberia. I've got a 2000 Dodge Dakota <laughs> with 65,000 kilometers on it. Uh huh. And um, like I had the brakes done. Right. Because uh, uh, one wheel was locking up. Yeah. And it still had the same thing, you know. Mm hmm. If you're just driving 30 clicks and put your foot on the brake, it don't lock up. But if, if you're on the Don Valley or, or on the Gardner and the traffic stops, and you push the brake hard. It's you. You got four wheel brakes on one. Now, which one is up locking on up? The left rear. The left rear. Yeah, and 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 it's got shoes on the back and discs on the front. Okay. And that left rear wheel locks up all the time. You don't have any lock brakes on that car. We don't have any what? Any lock brakes? ABS brakes? Oh yeah, there's ABS on it. Hmm. It's weird that it doesn't kick in or do something, or maybe it's coming in when it shouldn't be. Well, you know what I did after after I took it back to the dealer, uh-huh. and 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 they they like they readjusted the brakes and said it was okay, but but I took the guy out that worked on the truck and he says, well, that's not normal driving. What I did, like I got in behind the wheel, give it the boot, and put the foot on the brake, then it locked up, and he says that's not you know normal driving. I said, well, you get on the Don Valley and try that, man. Mm-hmm. and see what happens if the traffic stops. You know what? I'm thinking that maybe you've got a collapsing brake line in in one of the other uh, brake systems. Uh, I've had situations where... Yeah, but they replaced the, the shoes and everything on the, on the... No, 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 no. I'm talking about the actual brake lines. The hose themselves. The hoses. Where the brake fluid goes through. Yeah. All right. Now, say that again? The rubber hose that connects the metal line to the brake system... All right, there has to be movement in the in the axle, so there's a rubber hose there. Yeah, it's very likely that that is collapsing. It's blocked. Could be, yes. So, what on the on 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 the on the right on the right rear? On the one that's not locking up. On the right rear, so you're just getting brake on the left rear. Yeah, Correct. Yeah. So they should actually do a, a check of of pressure on each one of those uh, lines and see what you got. It's, it's either that or there's also a, a regulator valve in there, right? Mm-hmm. There's a pressure relief valve that operates the braking system. But spend more time with it. I mean, you have to you have to get this resolved. I would take it back to the guy that did it for you, and if they're not willing to do that, I would get another opinion. Because the other thing I've seen in the last number of years is a lot of the young kids, they're not used to drum brakes. And we've seen where people put on the shoes backwards. Yeah. You know, uh, could be something wrong like that. Yeah, or it could be contamination on the actual shoes. Maybe a leaking axle has dropped a little oil on it. They don't find that when they take the two drums off and look inside, they don't find one's a little bit greasier or or shinier than the other? No. No? no. I took them off myself to have a look. Okay. And and what I did was I I kept backing up until the brakes, you know, their automatic uh, setup, Mm -hmm. until, uh, until they were tight. And I pulled the left rear, and I backed it off about two, three turns, thinking maybe it was, you know, grabbing too soon. It didn't make a bit of difference. No, I think it's a hydraulic issue. Okay, thanks very much. It's all right. No, it's a hydraulic issue. Okay. All right. You know, that's actually, I just, just thought of something. Uh, they're wired crosswise, right? So it's, it's left front to right rear, and it's right front to left rear. Mm-hmm. So maybe in that system where he's... He's got a pressure release problem. I wonder if they just did the rears or if they did not if they did the fronts as well. Who knows? Maybe the mechanic's dyslexic.
Could happen. <laughs> Could have happened. <laughs> no, it's a Dakota. I should. Oh, that's true. How <laughs> foolish of me. <laughs> happen could. It could happen. <laughs> okay, next up is we. Uh, Dave's Corner Garage, we've got lots of phone lines uh, that we want to get to before the hour's up. And don't forget, any questions you have about insurance, uh, Freddie DeFrancesco is in with us for the entire hour. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Manuel, Al, you want to take us out in uh, Mexican-Spanish... Uh, well, I got my my sabatos on right now. Okay, so you know take... it's the same word in Spanish, like shoes and brake shoes. Is same, it really same thing? Absolutely. So yeah. take us out. Take I want to see you do it. Take us out in Spanish. <laughs> in Spanish. Hasta la vista, baby. We'll be back in just a minute. That's good. Pass the uh, corona. You're fine. And the amo. Welcome Alrighty. back to Dave's Corner Garage, and we've got more things going on with car shows all over the uh, province, especially one coming up in uh, the middle of September. Dave Camera 42 with your brand new shirt. September 15th and 16th, uh, we're going to go to Cobble Beach for the Concours d'Elegance. I noticed the script has changed when they say Concours. And we're with Rob. How are you this morning? I'm fine, thank you. How are you guys? Great, absolutely great. So this is actually a golf course that that you've decided to utilize for a better use. It, it is a golf course, and it helps. It really helps to shine and highlight the beauty of the automobiles. It's, and we just had an announcement literally five minutes ago that GM is sending four concept cars from back in the early probably 30s because we're celebrating 100 years of GM in Canada this year. Wow. That's true. It actually started with Buick. It started with the McLaughlin Carriage Company, and yeah. my wife is a granddaughter, great-granddaughter of George McLaughlin, who and Sam and George were the founders of the McLaughlin Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. You know, my brother used to work for GM, and they considered the Buick more prestigious than the Cadillac really? here in Canada. Yes, because the company started with Buick. Oh, wow. Exactly. Yeah, That was the first joint venture item. It was a McLaughlin Buick in 1908. Unbelievable. So tell us about, you've also got, besides the cars on the lawn, you've got seminars going on. We've got all kinds of neat things going on. On Saturday, and no charge, we have two seminars, one starting at 2, called How to Sink or Swim at Classic Car Auctions. And yep. at 3.15, we have the Evolution of Automotive Design at GM in Canada. And one of the key designers from General Motors U.S., uh, who was responsible for the XLR, the Evoque, and the current Cadillac, uh, particularly the CTSV, is going to be the lead moderator, lead speaker on that panel, which will be really fun. Now, this is on the Saturday, right? That's on the Saturday afternoon. The concours itself is on the Sunday, but because we're, we have so many people have made all the effort to get there, we try and have it as a couple-day exercise. But if you're there just to see the cars, the really special cars, about 110 of them, then you come on the Sunday, on so the 16th. Is there actually an auction as well? Is there a, sorry? Is there an auction as well? Uh, there is no auction. We okay. do not have an auction. That's uh, next year. Next year he'll get an auction going. <laughs> you know what? The problem is a lot of the Canadian cars go south of the border. Barrett-Jackson's one of our sponsors. RM is one of our sponsors. Yes. So they're very, they're very sensitive to it, but there's not enough of a market up here to do a really good one. I know. And Dan Spendick does a great one at Classic Car Auctions in Toronto. And the biggest problem is the Americans get a 30% boost in the money. So Exactly. Yeah, so they really take a, we take a hit. It's really a, it's a, it's a problem. Now, the other thing was, we were talking about, this is a two-day event, but 
there's not a lot of hotel rooms near you. You have to actually go about 10 or 15 miles away from the event. To and, find and that's not a problem. What we find at Pebble Beach, people will travel for two, two and a half hours easily uh, to hotels in the area. And in Cobble Beach, there are 3,500 rooms, hotel rooms, within one hour of Cobble Beach. Wow, okay. But that includes, obviously, Blue Mountain, Collingwood, and it includes uh, Southampton, uh, Port Elgin, King Carden. Those ones, Southampton and, and Port Elgin are about 35 minutes away from Cobble, but there's still lots of rooms if you look carefully. If you look purely in Owen Sound, you'll have a tough time. Mm. You might get lucky because we find we always have a couple in our back pocket, particularly for participants that forget to book until the last minute. But it's it's not that tough if you look. Six annual Cobble Beach Concourse. So is it growing every year? It's growing every year. The first year we had about 3,000 people there. Last year we had 7,500. Wow. It's a ton of fun. We have classic car ride and drives both days. And they are no charge. They're presented by Haggerty. And the cars that we have, listen, gentlemen, this is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. 61 Impala bubble top. Ooh. A 65 Mustang 289. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to stop you right there, they just built a 10 millionth Mustang. <laughs> yeah. Just built it. Exactly. Go ahead. And the bullet car came out this year again, too. They finally found the bullet, the original Steve McQueen bullet car. Yes. Oh. Yes. And, and uh, we have a 67 Chevelle 396, an SS 396 four-speed, and a 69 Camaro pace car for now, driving. Now, these oh. cars, uh, so that the person, the, the general public can come up and drive these things or just get yes, a ride in them? No, you can actually drive them. Oh, cool. That's, the oh. Point of, that's why it's called a ride and drive. And it's See, Al? Well, yeah. it's called a ride and drive, so I thought you were getting a ride. You can get your no, Steve. No, you can get to drive it. Al, okay, Rob, Al's going to come up there. He's going to put his Steve McQueen jacket on, and he's going to try and get over that fence for the final time. And I'm going to put the pedal to the metal so yeah. we get some rubber happening. I want to see the Chrysler with seven hubcaps. I know. I know. In the movie, every time the thing turns, a hubcap comes off. <laughs> and then the next scene is back on the car. Listen, Rob, thanks for taking the time. And uh, what if people want to get more information on the show that's coming up in the middle of September... What's the website they can go to? Go to Cobble Beach, Cobble Beach Concours, dot com. Beautiful. Have a great weekend, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you maybe before the, uh, the event takes place. Sounds great. Thanks so much, gentlemen. Okay, Thank guys. you, Rob. Great Thank day. you Take so care. much. Lots of calls to get to, and also some interesting perspectives on insurance if you're getting somebody to drive your car down to the south. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Shout out to the Hot Rod in Richmond Hill and the van down by the Don River. You can post your question or comment anytime at davescornergarage.com. To speak with Dave and Alan on Zoomer Radio, call 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. If it's true that Salem all-season tires deliver a quiet and smooth ride, and maximum tread life for around half the cost of the competition's tire, then shouldn't everyone be switching to Salem all-season tires? You'd think so. Then again, not everyone is as smart as you. Take Salem with you through every turn. Find a dealer at SalemTires.ca and drive smart on Salem all-season tires. It's a fact. The costs of driving a car are on the rise. Having your vehicle treated at Crown every year will put money back in your pocket. An annual treatment from Crown Rust Control helps your vehicle to look better, last longer, and maintain a higher resale value. 
Crown even helps reduce maintenance costs. How about that? With Crown, it's money saved, not money spent. For more information, visit crownwithak.com. Crown. Protect. Maintain. Save. Notice anything different at lantinsurance.ca? We've rebranded to better encapsulate everything that has driven us for the past 40 years. We've also redesigned our website for content and function, so it's easier for you to navigate and find information. And have you met our new online quoting assistant, Mia? Yes, a lot has changed, but our mission remains the same. Providing specialized collector car insurance that's crafted for collector car enthusiasts like you. Landinsurance.ca. Driven by passion. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage. Brought to you in part by Lant Insurance. Get a quote now at Landinsurance.ca. Coverage designed for the unique needs of classic car collectors in Ontario. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We have lots of calls and we'll get to you. So be patient. Dave with his new shirt. It's nice, Al, isn't it? Nice shirt. Yeah, beautiful eh? shirt. Yeah, not bad. Three bucks. Okay. For two? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just a couple announcements I do want to do before we get uh, on the show. Do you want to do? Do you want to do? Do you want to do? Do you want to do it? How can I fly like an eagle? All right. Uh, Amik has sent me a note that says, yes. uh, if you're bl- bl- buying a car, you should take a picture of the ad and walk into the dealership with a picture of the ad because of all-in pricing. Right. So they're seeing guys that are, are got the advertising walk in and they get a different price on the floor. So now they're pushing this in all kinds of different languages. That's a good idea. So according to John Carmichael, this is the CEO and registrar of Omvic, take a picture of the ad so when you walk in, you can go, ha, here it is. Well, if it's a printed ad, you could bring the paper, couldn't you? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Tesla is suing the Ontario government because the Ontario government is stopping the electric car rebates. Not so, fairly. That's uh, the problem. Well, that's what they're saying, right? Mm-hmm. Mind you, the fact that they're selling cars for $150,000. No, but it's, I think on the three as well. Uh, I don't know, but the problem is that they relied on this because right. their, their pricing is high. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if, you haven't got an e- if you're buying an EV and you haven't been delivered by this September the 10th, you are out of luck. That wasn't my... That was somebody else's. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, Tesla is talking about selling off to the Saudis, mm-hmm. buying the company, going private, so that the SEC won't be investigating him anymore about uh, moving the stock without permission. And if you want to read a great article about uh, Musk, who's you know underneath re- ridiculous uh, pressure, there's a great article in the New York Times from Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to newyorktimes.com and uh, check it out. Now, car companies sell cars, but they also sell services, and they sell parts, and they sell all kinds of other things. How much money do you think Ferrari makes on every car it builds? Al? On the actual car? No, as a company. So you remember, they sell 4,000 cars, let's say, mm-hmm. right? Ferrari makes $100,000 profit on every car they sell. Ah, but are they happy? I don't <laughs> well, how much does the car cost? A uh, car is like two hundred thousand dollars. So but they have all this other stuff. I mean, the branding they sell the the the, the image financing. The, the, well, not just that, but the, the Ferrari logo on hats, clothing, etc. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, uh, Maserati only makes seven thousand dollars per car after taxes. Oh, poor things. Poor things. You want to hear poor things? Jaguar Land Rover uh, squeaks by at twelve hundred dollars per car. 
Nobody buys the shirts. There you go. Okay, let's go. Uh, we were going to ask Freddie about shipping a car down south. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are listening right now who will hire a company to take their car wherever, Florida, Arizona, mm-hmm. Boston. Freddie, how the, how, what should they should be looking out for? Well, they should be. They, they want to make sure, first of all, that the company that's shipping uh, their vehicle now it, it can be driven, or is it shipped on a flatbed? Uh, Let's uh, say it's driven. I, either way, you should make sure that the company that's doing it does have insurance. They'll they'll have two. They'll have what's called a non-owned automobile insurance policy with a proper endorsement on it in the event that the car was to get damaged if it happens to be on a flatbed. But if you're giving your vehicle to an individual. Or or to a company that uses uh, uses drivers to drive your vehicle down to Florida and what have you, your policy will become primary. If they get involved in an accident, it's your policy here in Ontario that's going to defend them. It's your policy here in Ontario okay. that's going to pay for the collision damages and so on and so forth. Isn't that called a Bailey law? It's not a Bailey law. It's, it, it, it's, it's basically in the Insurance Act, David, that your owner's policy is always primary. Always so primary. I, I give you my car to drive and you're involved in an accident, my policy responds. You will have backup on yours. Question. Question. So the driveway service happens to find this flaky guy who who has a, an at fault accident. And that's going to affect your own insurance. No, it won't, uh, because normally, uh, if I lend you my car, Alan, right. I'm not I'm not disclosing the fact that I'm uh, I'm letting you drive my car for an hour or two or for a day or two. Right. And my policy quite simply says this: that anyone who drives with consent right. becomes an insured to my policy. Well, right. So, so like I'm saying, so let's say the guy does something really stupid, and and with your car. <laughs> and and your insurance company has to pay for that, you know, negligence on his part. Mm-hmm. That's going to make your rate go well, up the following that's an year. It'll be an at-fault accident right. on your policy, but it's no different than if you let your child uh, drive the vehicle and uh, that child gets involved in a motor vehicle accident. It's still going to come back to That'll you. That'll be fun when it happens uh, halfway to Scottsdale. So, <laughs> but, but some of these policies give you a forgiveness. You know, like the first ones are free. Well, not necessarily, Dave. I mean, there's legislation in place right now, depending on the size of the claim, as far as forgiveness is concerned. Some right. insurance companies sell an endorsement that say, well, you know, we're not going to increase your premiums to get involved in that fault accident. But the premiums go up anyways, because we've had a general rate increase over the years. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I've been there. I would been forgive there, you. Done that. I would forgive you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, we got Doug in St. Catharines on the line for an awful long time. We're going to get to his call right after this break. Waste not, want not. Dave's Corner Garage, more calls. Let's get to it right now. All right, ding, 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 ding. Doug has pulled up to the pumps, and he's in St. Catharines. Doug, you got a coolant problem. What kind of coolant problem? Okay, I have a 14 Chevrolet Sonic. Uh Uh-huh. And on a hot, humid afternoon earlier this week, I I was waiting with the engine idling for my wife. Uh Uh-huh. And it was idling for about 10 minutes, and the air conditioner quit. Okay. I drove about a block, and there was a... uh, the high coolant temperature then came in. Right. And there was a garage right there, so I pulled into it, left the car there, and picked it up the next day. Oh, right. He said a resistor in the coolant uh, electrical circuit had failed. Mm-hmm. And to replace this resistor, I needed to replace the whole cooling assembly at uh, $321 plus labor. Okay. But he said that it was not necessary to replace that resistor. And so he replaced it with a straight wire. In other words, he jumpered it. The fuse had also blown, and he had replaced that. What's your second opinion? What's your opinion? Are you getting any check engine lights on, like, right now? No. No. See, I would have assumed it was the coolant temperature sensor that had failed. 
because um, we do see that. Um, as a matter of fact, we had a, a GM, we had a cruise in the other day where, same thing, the guy was coming to work and uh, the air conditioner quit, uh, but the, the, ga- the temperature gauge was erratic. So you're t- I'm, I'm not even sure, to be honest with you, to be, um, as, as far as what you're talking about. My opinion is that it needs the resistor. It is, but you should get the resistor. You have to put the whole coolant no, electrical we, system. I, maybe you can find in the aftermarket uh, a comparable resistor. You know, I mean, a resistor is a resistor. It's just a matter of the load. That, that's correct, but it's not available. Uh, no, go to an electrical shop or something. I did. They didn't have it? No. He says that uh, the only way you can do it is to replace the whole coolant. Well, that. the reason I'm saying that is because manufacturers are very, very tight when it comes to spending money on a car. If you save a buck a car, you do a million cars. That's, that's significant money. Oh, so, I have... so the resistor's in the system. It's probably there for a reason. I got an option. Oh, here we go. I used one. Try a recycling yard. How about that? Uh, uh-huh. They tried it, but uh, they could not get an aftermarket or a recycled Okay, one. I can help you there. Go to car-parts.com. Okay? Right. Car-parts.com. That is every auto wrecker in North America. So you will find it because there's probably a ton of Sonics that have been wiped out. Right, so you'll find that pretty easy. Car hyphen parts, fill in Canada, and you'll find the stuff. I always find everything in there. You cannot go wrong. There you go. All righty, good. Yeah, because uh, we uh, we deal with a big company, and and they'll bring stuff up from the states, and yeah, you know, because the uh, the courier business now is so good, the package business. You get it next day. Next day, or you what know, about Napa? What if you, what if you went to just to Napa Auto Parts? You can check that too. Yeah, but, uh, but they're not going to have used parts though. No. That's the problem. Uh, All right, so let's talk about uh, another Doug. We've got Doug is talking about how good is an Econoline engine after a lot of use. Hi there. Hi, guys. Doug here. Yeah. I'm about to buy a 1989 uh, 34-foot Class C motorhome, and it's got 120,000 on the odometer. My first question is, uh, being manufactured in 89 in the States, is that going to be kilometers or miles? Most likely miles. Yeah, miles, yeah. I thought so. My second question is, this could save my marriage on this one. Uh-oh. My wife is ragging me because she says, Doug, a 1989 Ford Econo 350 engine with 120,000 clicks on it, how much life has it still got? Hopefully more than your marriage. Well, what's your wife? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Actually, it should be pretty good. I just asked the wife, what's the right answer, honey? <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just tell Honey? me what the right answer is, and then I'll just give you that. Um, it depends on how the thing was maintained. You know, uh, being a motorhome, you know, was where the, the coolants changed, where the yeah, fluids. Yeah, it's all highway driving. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is that a good engine to begin with? Yeah, it wasn't really a problem engine at all. No, no, yeah. Okay, right. so I probably can get parts all over North America. I want to take it to Florida. And that's, I'd want to make sure she goes with me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Why don't you get somebody to, to pull the plugs, do a compression test? Compression test, okay. Yeah. And, and look at the plugs and see if there's any oil on it. That'll tell you an awful ah. lot, all right? See if the oil is clean. Listen, Have somebody listen to the motor. Uh, see if it sounds fine. I don't think you have an issue. I think because of highway mileage, those things will run very well. Good, because it's only, it's only 2500 bucks. Wow. Perfect. For the, whole, know, for the whole motor home? Yeah. Do yeah. us a, do us a favor as well. You know, once this thing gets gets looked at, let us know how your marriage is doing afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you very much. You're right. welcome. Good You're luck. Welcome. Take care. Bye. 
All right. The last. Well, well, I guess you know if he's in the doghouse, he can always sleep in the trailer. Well, the motor's the under motor the, eh? the motor's under the doghouse. Oh. <laughs> you've, you've almost turned into like Dr. Fraser Crane. I'm listening about your car. I'm like, that's a that's an old old vehicle, right? Yeah. Well, that's probably got a couple hundred thousand miles on it. Yeah, but highway miles, they're easy. Okay, uh, Bruce and Markham, hang on the phone. Uh, we're gonna get to you after we sign off. Uh, I want to thank uh, Fred Francesco for joining us. Uh, as always, I always learn something when Freddie's on. Mm-hmm. Alan, thank you. You're very welcome. Steve, the audience, thank you. Prego. And uh, <laughs> Sebastian, thank you so much. Keep the shiny side up, the greasy side down, and we'll see you right back here. Actually, we'll hear you back here next week. And next week, Jim Matthews from Lee Specials will be with us. Yeah, check out our site, davescornergarage.com. Go to Mexico. We go to Mexico. Si. No. First we go for the chicken, and then we're going to show you your room. All right, another one off the rails. Take us out, Al. Hasta la vista, baby. We'll be back next week. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.